We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm up your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Um, hello, CMOS Grillies. It is Sunday. Apparently it's Super Bowl Sunday. Did not know that, but it makes sense because I was on a walk before Kate and I recorded in the streets. We're silent. Um, how are you, Kate? I'm doing good. I thought you were going to say they were loud. I didn't see anyone except a few dudes that were getting like cases of beer. And I said, go off besties. I was thinking of prank calling my dad and asking like, I saw a TikTok that was saying someone was like, oh, do you guys know who's playing yet? Like, can you wait for the reveal? And I was going to call my dad and be like, oh my God, are you so excited to learn who's playing? Like it's some sort of secret thing. He would like disown me for not knowing about football, but I'm doing well, uh, bloated in bed. That's the theme of my evening. How about you? I'm not bloated. Surprisingly, I just drank some calm magnesium watermelon flavor. I purchased her and some other goodies this morning from a place called High Vibe. And the lady that worked there gave me a free like dried strawberry that like fully looked like a fucking like raisin. Um, Yeah, I'm good. I feel kind of alive and energetic, I suppose. Yeah, I feel dead. Um, we're going to talk about, you know, some things in this episode that we've already kind of referenced. We're going to talk about Emma's groceries. We're going to talk about my chronic dying phase um, later in this episode. But if you tapped into this episode, you might be seeing the Seamus the Girlies movie. What the fuck have y'all been doing? Well, 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 girlies. You will soon know why Emma and I bought the shittiest camcorders available to two young girls with disposable income. So we made a movie. There's going to be a link in this podcast description to get the video sent to you. There also will be two parts. You know, we're going to keep y'all hanging, even though we've already kept y'all hanging. Emma and I are experts at like manufacturing supply and demand. If you don't know, like we take away the memes. You guys are grasping for air. We bring back the memes with the music. You guys are living again, right? We're really good at making you guys um, become like deprived in our content. Yes. It's important to experience some levels of deprivation here and there. Yes, um, we are, we're just, yeah, teaching you guys for the tough world out there. We're teaching you many lessons here. Um, also, if you notice, we don't know if this is going to be up yet by now, but new era, new era of CMOS girlies. It's going to be season two officially. I've noticed that a lot of podcasts, well, also in the alternative health space, they have like photos of the founders. Emma and I don't have any photos together. Like what the fuck? Um, I don't need a photo of me surfacing on Apple podcasts. Like no one needs no. that, especially not me. No, but I noticed that as like a common theme when I was swiping through podcasts and I was like, we need a new logo versus this janky shit. So we were like, I'm pretty sure also I made this logo that we currently have on the podcast at the Chicago O'Hare airport, like yeah. on PowerPoint, like it is very janky. It is janky and we didn't know what was going to happen. And so in CMOS girly fashion, there's not going to be memes on the logo. I hope you fucking love it. Emma and I are going to go hard to the trenches tonight to grab, make a new podcast logo for you guys. And we've also decided we're going to talk about our haters later in this episode, but we've gotten a lot of reviews that are like, 
nagging us for good reasons and some that are stupid reasons, whatever. One, people being like, your voices suck. You guys have bad equipment, whatever. But this podcast is a health and wellness podcast, right? Some of you girlies in Geneva ask us for like self-care tips and like a fashion episode. And I was like, I talked to Emma, I was like, this is not related to the podcast, right? But after getting so much good feedback from like last week's episode, which is super vulnerable and open and just talking about our lives, Emma and I have realized that I think we're just, we're destined to be your relatable, funny girlies. I don't know why I thought we'd always get canceled if we were like super, super open and like open about our lives and like the issues that we have. But I guess that's, that's the moneymaker, right? So yeah, I think people just liked how relatable we were. And I think it's like, you know, the experiences that we experienced being young wellness girlies that are anti-aesthetic, you know, we're definitely the minority here in the, you know, the wellness industry. And so I think people just enjoy some true relatable content because it is hard to find that on the place that is known as Instagram. And the next thing is I told Emma too, before we recorded this, I was like, Emma, all the girlies that just have weekly podcasts where they just blab and there's not really a subject, like we'll do an episode about food and climate change or the lymphatic draining system, whatever. So there's some sort of deviation at the center of our little rants, you know? Um, or something that keeps us from deviating away from like a subject line. What do these girlies talk about if they're just blabbing their mouth? And I said, Emma, okay, we're just going to do a shorter episode this week because we have the movie that everyone's going to watch. Let's just make a list of some topics. This list we have is like busting at the seams. I'm like, okay, so I guess we can be conversational. Like Emma and my brains do, we do think a lot. Um, So yeah. Lots of thinking, lots of thinking. I'm always in my head. Yeah, we're both always in our heads. So it, you know, I think by every single week, we'll have some topics to talk about health and wellness related. It's literally what I think about 90% of the day. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoy that. Um, If you're not already, join our community platform. This is where you learn all about us and the girlies and you make friends and everything. The links are all in the podcast description. And then yeah, you'll get the link to the little little movie that Emma and I made. And then the last thing is there's a giveaway on the meme page. Um, I'm pulling some strings to give you guys more free products and shit. So Supergroup, there's going to be a lot of giveaways, a lot of chances for y'all to get some SPF. And yeah, there's a giveaway on the meme page, US only, sorry, international girlies, um, can't really pull those strings. But yeah, there's going to be one there and then a few other companies in the future. So let's democratize and give you guys some, some goodies. Why not? But um, I think this episode is going to be fucking hilarious just because some of the sentences Emma wrote down, I don't really know what you mean by that. I also, yeah, I posted um, a little preview on my Instagram story. So if you follow me, which by the way, if you don't, you should. Um, Yeah, we're going to be talking about many, many different things. (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. So thank you, CMS girlies. Um, If you do like us, do leave a review in the Apple podcast store. It does help. Maybe a positive one, you know. (laughs) Maybe so fun. I don't cry. Um, You know, haters are good, whatever. You know, if you're not doing anything, you're not doing anything if you don't have haters, whatever. I take the haters and I listen to it and I throw some of it out and I listen to some of it. But if you like us, leave a review because it actually helps people find our podcast, which is helpful, right? Um, then we can dominate and make 9 p.m. the normal bedtime, right? So if you want that gospel to be spread and you want more memes, then send us over a little cheeky review. So let's get into today's shot. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Our next partner is a product that Emma and I take every single day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted to find a greens powder that actually blended together. 
The taste is hands down the best greens powder I've been able to find. It even has a mild tropical taste and you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, adaptogens, you name it. For me, I started taking athletic greens because I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great. I've always known that taking a greens powder is a great addition to one's wellness routine, but I could just never get past the unpleasant taste. This completely changed once I started taking athletic greens. It tastes so good that I actually look forward to drinking it every morning, something I never knew was possible. Plus, Athletic Greens contains dairy-free probiotics. And let me tell you, my digestion has never been better. Another thing that Emma and I love is that it's the one thing with the best things. Athletic Greens uses the best of best products based on the latest science with constant product iterations and third-party testing. It costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is go visit athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS. Again, that is athleticgreens.com backslash CMOS to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Happy February, CMOS girlies. Whether you're celebrating Valentine's Day this year, maybe you're celebrating Galentine's Day, or you're avoiding the holidays, you can still snack on our favorite medjool dates from Julie's. Julie's is our favorite go-to treat for when we want something sweet. Whether it be paired with some dark chocolate or our favorite nut butter, you simply can't go wrong. Who needs chocolate when there's eye candy like Julie's around? No better way to celebrate the upcoming holidays throughout February. I know that Emma and I are going to stay stocked up on Julie's treats to get through these cold winter months ahead. If you want to try out Julie's, you can use code CMOSGIRLIES at checkout for 20% off Julie's. Now back to the podcast. All right, episode 67. This is just what Emma and I have been thinking about this week. What's been on the noggin? So today's Sunday. It unfortunately snowed. Yesterday was a crazy, crazy day. It was horny in New York. It was 60 degrees. I was running in shorts like a straight white bro. America was healing. Um, I tweeted as a joke something like, damn, you know, climate change really sucks except when it's warm. <laughs> like, it's so hard once we've been tunkered, tunkered, tuckered away in our homes and caves. And then when it's warm outside, how am I not supposed to enjoy it? So yesterday was crazy. Um, I, I don't know how many steps I got. It was over 20,000. And yeah, I was, just, it was a scary number, scary number. And I was just exhausted by seeing people exist. I talked to maybe f- like besides Emma over voice memo, I didn't talk to really anyone and I was exhausted. I got home and I was like, wow, social battery dead. And I was just wandering around, but Emma, Emma looks like Emma had a grand fucking walking tour that she's going to talk about now. Listen. Okay. When it is warm, I feel like I just go on my legs, my little legs, y'all, they just go on autopilot and they just start moving. They start zooming, you know, up and down streets that I have not been on, you know, usually I just walk up like, you know, the same four streets when it's like cold and like disgusting, but besties, I went on a manic grand rule tour of lower Manhattan I'm I tour for tourists, honestly, you should, show I really should. And I don't know what I would show people, maybe just like all the places that like my heart's been broken at, or like all the terrible places I've been on dates to, but let's just, I'm just going to give a rundown of the neighborhoods I walked through, um, tweaking out on coffee. I got hot coffee from, from La Colombe was just drinking that. I really felt like my true self mm-hmm. have never felt more alive than that day, but like <laughs> towards the end. I like couldn't see straight because I was so dehydrated. And I like, oh, <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry, but like, what am I going to do? There's also no public restrooms in New York. So it was like, you know, dehydration, like whatever. I'd rather have that than like need to pee. I always think about that. And I think whenever I'm in a neighborhood that I'm randomly walking, walking in, I'm like, damn, have I hooked up with a guy in this neighborhood? And could I just make an excuse to pee in his apartment and leave? Anyway, continue. <laughs> anyway, so, Okay. I walked, I started off in Lower East Side, which is where I reside at. We then made a nice little trip down to Chinatown. You know, I walked through Dime Square, saw all the hoes eating their fucking Dime Square sludge bowls, did a little stroll through like Tribeca, you know, kind of near the World Trade Center towers, tower towers. Is there one or the other two? I don't know. There's one. And then we made our way up through Soho, which was hell on earth. Legs? 
Yes, my legs. We, we as in my upper body, head, mind, eyes, and legs. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah, Soho mess, terrible, because, you know, fashion week, and I felt self-conscious the entire time. Yeah, a lot of it. Just- and then we walked through West Village, and then kind of up into Meatpacking District. Oh, yeah, I guess I kind of did go into Chelsea, because there's this, like, vintage shop that I wanted to go to that was actually just, like, busted, and they were just, like, selling buttons. I was like, what the fuck is this place? Um, and then we cut through West Village, went into um, Washington Square Park. Of course, it was like mess. Were you and then NoHo, um, Greenwich Village. And then after dinner, I was like, you know what? Let's just, you know, take this up a notch. I walked the Williamsburg Bridge and I spent four seconds in Williamsburg. And I was like, the vibes are terrible here, per usual. Yeah. I almost was like, maybe I'll like go to like the Whole Foods and like get like, I don't know, vibes the whole thing doesn't sell vibes yeah. but then I walked back but on my way back to my apartment I did stop at the bodega because I was like you know what I deserve a seltzer so I bought a seltzer but of course if you don't live in New York um one thing that's really unfortunate is that bodegas have like a 13 million dollar card like minimum and so you always have to like buy like random shit to like meet the minimum because like who the fuck has cash but so I got this new CBD beverage it's called Mad Tasty probably like two white bros who like you know used to work at barstool you know sports started it's like what the fuck mad tasty watermelon kiwi was the flavor it was good but then they also had a flavor called unicorn tears and i was like besties besties what's what's good with that the bottle the the bottle the can ugly literally ugly i felt so embarrassed carrying around but mad tasty you know she tasty she's tasty i've never seen her around um I got that one ashwagandha beverage like a few weeks ago. I shattered two of them. So there went my stock of them. They're, they're another goofy beverage that we have in the rotation. Um, for me with my Saturday, I don't know what I did. I changed outfits many times. I did some wandering mm-hmm. as well. I went to Lifetime Health Store. Um, but my biggest theme of yesterday, I wore a tennis skirt for like the afternoon of my day. You know, the body dysmorphia from the first tennis skirt of the season, that was my reoccurring theme. I'm someone I will admit, I stare at myself in every single surface I'd see. Who uh, doesn't? If you, everyone does. Anytime I see a new building, a new mirror, I'm like, oh, oh, what are my legs, my little legs walking look like? And it's just so traumatizing because I was so pale. Haven't seen my, my pasty ass fucking legs the whole time. And that's just a body dysmorphia thing where I'm like, damn, I look good. Damn, I look like shit. Damn, I look good. So that was a mental warfare I didn't really need yesterday. But that brings us to my next subject, which is something that I told Emma, I think we could talk about for 10 minutes. I know I could at least. That's going to be a million percent. (laughs) You guys might be like, what? Chicken, y'all. Chicken. Rotisserie chicken. My love, my joy. I've been so deprived of you for so long being vegan. I have been in a weird food mood, a weird food mood. Um, that should be a reoccurring public podcast scene. What is your weird food mood of the week? I've been having a craving for meat and I feel like it's almost like a sacrifice to God for my years of being vegan or something that Bro, I think kanji village like changed us. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I had a craving for chicken and I'm, you know, uh, so (laughs) unable to cook my own meat because I never have before. And I frankly don't feel like learning how to cook beef or chicken. Also the process of thinking about raw chicken freaks me out. So I was at Lifetime Market and I've always thought about the rotisserie chicken. It's just sitting in there, their little bins, I almost said, they're like hot plate area. Got that. I got Mary's crackers. I got dandelion tea. I got bone broth. Um, Pashia chocolate chips, which I'm going to bring up later in the, the episode. But rotisserie chicken. Wow. I, I ate, I think, 12 ounces of chicken yesterday. I don't know how much that is, if that's a lot or a little, but I was just so happy. So fucking happy to have just greasy chicken in my possession. And I tweeted today, like, God, it is great to be an adult. You can just walk to the grocery store and get rotisserie chicken and fresh strawberries and leave. That's exactly what I did at 4 p.m. at Whole Foods. There was a line almost at the door, but I wanted that goddamn chicken and it was incredible. And I have half a bag of the chicken in my fridge right now and I just feel stable. Well, both both mean admins, both podcast hosts are in their chicken phase. I also have chicken, but you know, compared to Kate, I am not scared to touch raw breasts. 
Um, I I just need to like have that as a sound clip. I'm not afraid to touch raw breasts. What the? I made chicken two ways: one on the stove, one in the oven. I cut them up into like little chunks. So I've been having like little chunks of chicken, you know, when I get a little hungry, I dip it in some hummus. It's like demented behavior, but yeah. dude, the chicken's been great. I just like realized that like, I think I have never eaten like actually like an adequate amount of protein in my entire life. Like I grew up eating pasta, bread, you name it, just like standard American shit. Then I was being, I was just like eating potatoes. And so I don't think my body has ever like gotten like the protein that it needs. And let me tell you, I feel forever changed. I've also been eating turkey bacon a lot for breakfast. I know. I um, need to learn about that's been that. a fun, that's been a fun little crunchy bit to have with, you know, my other components. I've been buying a lot of sausage and I've also been thinking about, um, liver. I know it's really healthy for you. I know it is disgusting. I, I don't know. I like natto. Like that's like a, a fermented soybean thing. So I think I could get behind liver, but that's, that's for episode 75. Maybe when we get there, I'll talk about liver. Yeah, maybe we'll do like a liver mukbang. No, no. <laughs> I do think we should do a mukbang though. Cause people ask us for like to try food and I would love to just go get random stuff and try it. I would do that. I think that would be funny and beneficial for everyone. Yes. Yeah, so um, I have a few things on the docket. So I finally got my period. Um, Congrats. I, yeah. Thank you. I, you know, Bessie's even if you are like a great wellness God, have your shit together, do seed cycling, you know, take care of your hormones as much as you can. Sometimes, sometimes it just, it doesn't, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Yeah. And I was stressed about me not getting my period. And of course I always, you know, go to worst case scenario, like, oh my God, I'm pregnant because like, I think like everyone probably just like thinks that, but no, my period finally came and I'm really happy. It just like, it feels good to like, know that like my body is like doing okay. And I know it's just from stress. So if, you know, if you're someone who has delicate hormones. I think we all do. And if your period doesn't come, it's okay. It will come. You just got to like manifest it and like, just treat your body well and it'll come. It'll come. It'll come. Yeah. Um, I don't have mine. So I'm going to take that as a mantra, just at me to use that. Um, I also noticed today when I was shopping at Whole Foods or Trader Joe's, red onions are really expensive. I think it's like with like inflation or something, they cost a dollar 19, which like, I was like, really just like, like I literally was speechless. And so I didn't buy a red onion. I like really wanted it, but I was like, which is like stupid. I know I probably could have afforded the red onion, but part of me was just like, no, like, why are you spending a dollar 19 on a red onion? Also, I like, you know, living alone, it's hard to go through the entire red onion. Oh my God. Bella Hadid just liked one of my TikToks. Sorry. That was so random. Which one? It was a dumb one about climate change. Go off, Bella. Bella is a certified climate change queen. Um, no, like you were saying about the red onion thing, you know, we should make a meme about what we think inflation is. Because I've noticed the prices on not red onions, but lettuce is expensive, potatoes even. Even if you scam and charge your potatoes miscellaneously in the <laughs> self-checkout, they can still get pricey. Um, honey is so expensive. I also just eat a lot of honey. That's my own issue. Oh my God. I bought though the honey brand we buy, Emma, the local one. So there's like the lighter one. And then there's like the, the darker color honey. Uh They only had the lighter one. I bought it. It tastes like I'm just eating butter. Have you had that experience? It's really bad. Um, butter flavored honey. And mm, I don't know which one I have in my apartment right now. I have the dark one, but like the one that looks like it's more of like a white cream pearl color. Don't get it, girlies. Oh, I'm sorry to those fucking bees. It's really bad. I have not been eating much honey lately. Um, I go through like phases where I'll just like eat like four spoonfuls and I'm like, not like disgusted, but I just like feel so overwhelmed by like the sugar that's in my body. I've been using maple syrup a decent amount because I had to like buy it one day when I was like making some shit. Um, Next. You want to go? I think I have permanent nerve damage on my toes. Um, my, like a few of my toes are just like purple, just like fully purple. And I think this is because my heater in my apartment building just mm, doesn't work. Doesn't work. And, you know, it was like negative five degrees in New York, I think for like a few days. And I was like swimming. So I was like, just exposed to the cold air and like wet, like cold, wet water. And like my feet during this time period, guys, 
like if someone can like you know basically tell me like yeah your feet are like not okay because you were doing this I need to know and I need to know if there's any like remedies for this because I'm not going to a doctor but they were like really really itchy and like red like these for a few weeks so since and now that I spoke about this Emma I have a purple toe but I know it's just from my running from my shoe cutting off my circulation but then I also don't know if it was also from cutting off of like circulation because I was wearing like three socks at a time with my boots and I like couldn't feel my feet when I was walking because my feet were cold, but I didn't know what it was from. But yeah, like the middle toe, the, the middle tiny toe, it's just like purple and I like, it feels fine. Like it can like move it and like, you know, if I hit it, like, you know, it'll, it can feel pain, but I'm kind of concerned because it's almost like, I mean, like luckily we live in New York. So like, I don't expose my toes, but like, if I wanted to wear an open toe sandal, I don't think I can anymore because like the feet are gnarly, like literally gnarly. So if anyone has any remedies of like, or has experienced something like this before, shoot me a DM. Yeah. I don't know if anyone really has that um, issue. So it might be just you. The next topic of discussion is just fashion week is dumb. I'm just happy to not care about that anymore. Um, as Emma was on her walking tour, I did a little stroll through Soho and I was just like, this is not the vibe at all. And next thing for me, ugh, new issue. You know, we Emma and I always joke that I wish I had a serious health issue, which is an absolute joke. I don't wish I had a serious health issue. I did for a long time. We both had eating disorders. But it's it's interesting, you know, when you have something to chronically spiral about and go down WebMD rabbit holes about. My recent one is that I just fall dead once a month, I was saying, and now it seems like it's once a, me- a week. I was going through my Twitter and I tweeted this exact same thing three days ago. And then I had another day today where I just died. I fell asleep from 1230 to 3.30. And some of you might be just saying, oh, Kate, you took a nap. No, I don't remember any part of my day. I woke up at 6.30 to film some shit with a green screen, like talking to camera, like a self-tape vibe. Then I fell asleep and then I woke up and it was 4 p.m. And I just went to get my chicken and then my day was done. (laughs) What the fuck? So I don't know if I have some serious... A chronic illness that I need to attend to I think I'm adrenal fatigue adrenal fatigue maybe I think I'm just deciding that Kate there's going to be one random day out of the month that you are just going to fall dead and so I just have to allow that to happen to me the other days I can run eight miles and I'm fine and just fuck around but I've been having a few days where I just die and I don't know if that's relatable to anyone else um next is going to be sauna therapy which is Emma's I okay so the gym that I belong to they have a sauna and I've never been in it and I don't think I've ever been inside a sauna but my dad loves going to saunas like he'll just only go to the gym to use the sauna just you know to deal with like seasonal depression and stuff but there are like I listen to like so many like of the functional medicine people that are like it's important to like sweat go sit in the sauna or like take I think like it's the Stephanie Estima lady she's like you don't have a sauna you know just take a really hot bath and then put like sweatpants on and let yourself sweat in your sheets, which I'm like, that sounds disgusting. Yeah. Even though I like technically already do that in my apartment when it's like summer out. Ugh. But I think I'm going to experiment with sauna, like sauna therapy, or just like sitting in a sauna just to like see what happens. And I know it's like dry heat, like 185 degrees, and I like probably will like go insane because I don't do well when I'm like exposed to heat for long periods of time. But I kind of want to experience or experiment with like weird different like health things like I'm never going to be able to like afford to get like acupuncture or anything or like I'm never going to go down like the biohacking route because like what but I feel like this is like a nice entry an entryway into like that whole world and space so besties I haven't started this yet I'm going to figure out how to get this you know developed in my routine but I will keep you updated on if I experience any like beautiful um effects from sitting in a room that's 185 degrees in in a towel so Emma, you know i have a sauna blanket right i've been posting yes. on my twitter about it so i've been using that um but i have noticed that sometimes when i do it and like you got to shower after you got to go on a cold walk yes, i read about that because i did it one night at 8 p.m and then i just decided okay that knocked me out i'm exhausted i went to bed i woke up the next day and i like could not see i think my body was so dehydrated and like depleted of nutrients so sauna hours be careful about that i think that was another reason that has led to my um chronic undiagnosed illness that we have here too much sauna so i haven't used my sauna blanket in a while but i don't know why the fuck i have it i love some pr girlies in the world Next one is the pyramid schemes. So, uh, 
Bro, right. on my walk yesterday, I think I walked past like five different establishments of, of these weird things. So New York, if you don't live here, what's been going on recently? And I've, I'd have not really cared to actually informally educate myself and read an article about this beyond just a, a headline and like one byline about it. But there's all of these startups and they're called things like Joker, Getter. Um, gorilla. Gorillas. Um, Go Puffy. Go Puffy. <laughs> and... At first I was like, okay, so this is like a convenience. Like I thought it was like a delivery Uber Eats Grubhub type thing to get delivered from restaurants. Oh no, it's delivers your groceries to you. And the biggest claim that you see on all these is like delivered in 10 minutes or 15 minutes. And I'm like, okay, when do you ever need 10 to 15 minutes groceries that you can't walk to a store and go get said item? I was thinking maybe like you're baking something and you've already gotten to step 10 and maybe you don't have eggs at that point. You're probably a fucking idiot. So I don't, I don't know what these are for, but it's convenient, fast grocery stuff. And so you download these apps and you can look through the selection. So my first thought was like, okay, they're not going to have anything I'm interested in. I don't want to go buy Fritos and diet Coke. I do like diet Coke, but not Fritos. So I downloaded the app and I realized like, oh my God, they have so many brands. Like they dead us have coconut cults and Olipop on here and artisan cashew butter and sauerkraut on here. And you can get meat, you can get fresh fruit and vegetables. So I had some sort of discount from SoulCycle they gave to you for like $20 off an order. But then I downloaded the app for Getter, the purple bike people, whatever. And the name, I can't, I can't with the name Getter. That's not a word. That is not a word. It's like Tumblr, Twitter. Like, I just think they added ours for a while and they're behind in the trend. But (laughs) I downloaded Getter and it's $15 off an order or yeah, $15 off an order that reaches $16. So if you can do the math, girlies, I paid $2 or like three with delivery tip for just so much. I have been eating coconut cults. I I never would buy that. It's like obscene prices. It's $10 for eight ounces of yogurt. But my little getter app, I've been getting it right to my door. Shout out getter. (laughs) But I do think it is a pyramid scheme. I think these startups have so much money. And I did read the little article I read about this is that bodegas are kind of protesting this because customers are just going and ordering this shit on getter versus going to the bodega but like the issue is with bodegas is like yes we all want to support local business yes we want to go shop like the people that have lived in new york forever but i go to the bodega and kombucha is 850 it's so expensive it's not affordable and that's not the issue of the people that run the store it's just like a broader issue of monopolies and grocery stores and how all that pricing stuff like boxes out small businesses so these like weird pyramid scheme things are now causing a conflict for bodegas that are losing money. But I'm like, I'm just going to keep using my getter until I learn that it's really corrupt or something, or there's a money laundering scheme that I supported. Um, but it's great. So if you live in New York, download the getter one. I'm going to have to do that because I want coconut cold for like. And my order that I get the $16 minimum is coconut cult and then two Olipops. So I've been doing that. It's just free groceries. It feels silly. I wonder how long these are going to last. Like, I feel like people are always going to want to go to the grocery stores, but I guess there's always going to be a, you know, a certain percentage of the population that's just, just like a lazy fuck that just is like, I'm going to order everything. I don't know. But it, and also they're just like taking away like such like prime, like real estate spots. I'm like, I don't want to like go on walks and see like a getter, like, you know, establishment. Yeah. Like, I want to see like, a little bakery. Yeah, that's what I forgot to mention too. So all of these have to store all of the produce and groceries and stuff. So they've been taking up like abandoned real estate areas. And so you'll see like the GoPuff delivery facility or whatever the fuck. And they're like, yeah, they're ugly. They're chaotic. There's like a few of them that kind of prop open their boxes and stuff around where I live. And so I'm like constantly going through like boxes of stuff just like on the street because they have to sort the groceries. So it is a weird vibe. It is a weird vibe. Um, the next topic that I kind of already spoke about was Diet Coke. Emma and I love Diet Coke. Um, I've been thinking about ordering it like a case of it online. I never think about ordering like cases of anything. I could order six Celsius's right now. Like, what am I doing? Why am I not doing that? Um, but there is a distinction because I think of Diet Coke as like, you know, killing you, right? It's not good for you. They're pretty confirmed about that, but we all love a little secret Diet Coke here and there. The next one is Zevia. So the zero calories, cola flavor, it hits like a Diet Coke does. Stevia, though, can cause upset stomach. It can cause, you know, chin Listen to our episode about artificial sweeteners if you want to hear more about that. 
And then the, the last one is Olipop. They have a little cola, vintage cola flavor. And that's, you know, a prebiotic soda. It uses all of the, the good things for you. So that's like the, the true good, you know, on that neutral, lawful, evil type shit. Olipop is good. Diet Coke is sacrilegious, but they all taste the same to me. A little bit different. A little different. Yeah, but you know what? It's okay. Sometimes you want to be good. Sometimes you want to be bad. And if you want the prebiotic soda, you drink that. But if you want to be really naughty, have the Diet Coke. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's all about balance. Yeah. And my next naughty thing, well, not naughty thing, but weird snack food is Pashia chocolate chips. They make these really dark chocolate, like no sweetener, dark chocolate chips. The bag was $7 and I got them, but I'm so happy to have them in my possession. I made uh, pancakes after dinner with like fresh strawberries and shit and the chips be hitting. Um, and then the next topic I have is I'm scared of Aritzia. Look, I had some sort of a gift card there from some like stupid like influencer thing and so I was like okay I'm gonna go get those leather pants that all the girlies be wearing I have not worn those once why the fuck did I think I needed the Melinda pant what who what I'm not those I'm not one of those girlies what the fuck Aritzia scares me I walked into the store their dressing rooms are so weird which I know is like not a new take like everyone says that what 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 is that store I don't get it it is it's serving cult everyone that shops there looks the exact same and I don't get why it exists I like whenever I walk past that place, it, like it triggers my like flight or fight mode. And I've like walked into the store and I just immediately turn around because I'm like, uh, it's like overwhelming. And you honestly feel like you're at an amusement park. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't get the, the, the draw. And it's the expensive. Appeal. And I'm like, isn't this fast fashion? Yeah. That's like, I'm like, if, if like, I'm like, if you're going to shop at fast fashion, just go to fucking like literally actually just go to Forever 21. Like if you're going to do it, like actually only spend like $12, like don't spend $190 for like some child labor, like knit dress. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not the vibe because I think they try to disguise themselves as being like a designer store. I'm like, y'all no, you're not. The next one is, um, our haters. So I kind of already mentioned, but yeah, people hate us in the podcast reviews, which we're fine. People say we have vocal fry. People say we're stupid. I'm not trying to be smart here, honestly. You think I'm trying to be smart in a podcast? Bro, I, bro, I, my major was like fashion business. Like, come I mean, on. It was literally whatever the fuck I wanted it to be called. And I don't even think I declared a major ever. Um, we have a meme page. Why do you think we're intellectuals over here? No offense. We've tried it. We've tried the intellectual thing. Not it. Doesn't fit. Doesn't fit. Yeah. It feels like Doesn't I'm- hit. Does not hit. It feels like a square going into a circle, like that one of those little kids' toy things, and you're trying to get the, the things into the right. No, not it. Um, us having bad podcast equipment. Okay, why don't you send a fucking invoice over to our podcast agency to get us microphones then? Whoever's a hater. Like people are We're scrappy. We're scrappy. Yeah. Um, next, uh, oh my God, this is one thing that is driving me crazy. People who follow the meme page and don't listen to the podcast, you know, bless your soul if you only want memes. I don't really give a fuck what you do. However, when people comment snarky shit on the meme page, it's just like proof that they're dumb. On the first meme, we hit back when we were hitting our home run tour back on the memes, you know, that one Emma made about seed oils. Someone commented like, oh my God, actually to avoid industrial seed oils, you guys are so dumb and can make your own hummus. Babes, I, this is not 2007. I have made my own hummus. I've made my own cashew cheese. Like I've made everything under the sun. I made crackers out of celery juice pulp without a dehydrator. I have made stuff, you fucking idiot. So get out of my comment section with that shit. Or whenever we do something about fish, people are like, oh, what about the microplastics? Babes, we have seven episodes about fish and climate change. Like go do the research before you come and comment some dumb shit on the meme page. Anyways, that was just my beef because it's just like y'all are dumb. Um, I have to just I have to go. I plug my ears and go la 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 la. Whenever I see whenever I see a comment, whenever I see a review, whenever I get a DM, I'm like, nope, nope, nope. You're getting swept under the rug with all the other dust bunnies. All press is good press, you know. Even when I was like a few weeks ago, gonna die. The news is bad. Everything's bad. Whatever the fuck. I guess all engagement is good, right? It leads for new people. When there's controversy in the comments, the OG CMOS girlies defend us. You know, it all comes out. The last one, I made a TikTok yesterday about how like, oh my God, can't remember when I was vegan, I would blend up peanut butter and chickpeas and call it cookie dough. Like, yikes. People were giggling. People were laughing. We were all talking about Freely the Banana Girl. It was good. Then you get the second wave of idiots in the comment section and people start going, 
actually, did you know you just didn't have to use eggs? Bestie flowers vegan. I'm sorry, you were not on the internet when minimalist, minimalist Baker was fucking popping off and from my bowl, Miss Kate and Shoemaker. We were all making chickpea cookie dough. I know that you can make cookie dough that doesn't have eggs and it could be vegan. Why the fuck would I want to eat flour raw? I just, I can't with how stupid people are on the internet. Every day, every day there's something. There's vegans arguing in that comment section now. And how do people have the time? Emma and I are both very online, but I keep my mouth shut for the most part. I'm not commenting on people's shit. I don't think I've ever left a hate comment on any. You know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? I have never commented like on a celebrity or influencer's post. Like I rarely comment on my friends and I'm just like, damn, people really are out here commenting, like commenting. I'm just like, get not maybe get a job, maybe get a job, just like get a hobby that isn't typing away on your Instagram to comment on like someone's post like they're not going to read it I'm sorry like you're irrelevant and my big thing like if you are such a funny queen babes why aren't you viral go make your own platform it's all these anonymous idiots and then like their main character syndrome is so bad where they just take it out and comment shit okay why don't you have a a meme page that is stupid as fuck with 20,000 followers then like I I don't know why don't you have a TikTok people comment so much shit on TikTok and I'm like if y'all were that funny, you would make a fucking account. And most of the time, the viral videos, even if the person is stupid and has a controversial take that's like stupid, they are doing that to get engagement. Like people don't know they are being tricked. Every like sometimes I will do typos or I will do dumb shit like that just so people comment because I want engagement. It's not that hard to figure out the internet, but you learn that people are dumb every single day. God bless America and the world um, on that one. The last subject is just a, a pet peeve that I have. Oh, can we hear that? Mm-mm. Can we hear that? Did you hear that? I don't know if the podcast audio is going to kick that up. My neighbors just started screaming, which is a perfect transition to the next fucking thing, which is I hate loud noises. I hate loud noises. I hate the world that it's built for fucking extroverts. And all of us introverts have to sit and fucking struggle. And here are some of the specific loud noises that piss me off. One being my neighbors. I was filming this like thing for Adidas and they were being loud as fuck. And I heard them in the back of my noise of my video. And so I went over, I knocked on their door and I go, Hey guys, I'm filming a self tape. Could you politely shut the fuck up for five minutes? And I said that to their face and they were like, Oh yeah, I'm in Tish. I've done that before. Like, I don't care. Shut the fuck up. So loud neighbors. And Emma, you had a loud neighbor thing, right? Last night, right? Bro randomly someone must have moved into my apartment keeps on throwing parties I was up I was up from like 11 to 3 could barely sleep and then I think I kept on tricking myself into thinking that I was hearing more and more noise yeah I did and so and so I I did something I did something I wrote I wrote I wrote a note and I taped oh. it on the front entry way of our door because I was just like I literally was just like, move to the fucking boondocks of Brooklyn. Like, get out of here. Like, I am trying to fucking sleep. Like, we are adults. We all pay rent here. Like, I deserve, like, common courtesy. Like, come on. Also, there's no reason. There's no reason to drink, like, Tito's vodka at, like, 2 a.m. Like, get a fucking life. Like, I don't, I don't understand. Like, you guys are fucking, like, you don't have brains. You don't have brains. Like, you literally don't have brains. Like, fucking sleep, right? Of course, of course, the note was taken down, you know, first thing in the morning. I was like, fuck, fuck you. I don't know who this person is. I know, I think it's apartment 15 because they had the big party last time. But I'm just like, imagine, imagine being an adult and being like, you know what, what I need to do to like release like all like my energy from like hating capitalism and like work and like my sad, like nine to five computer me emailing bimbo's like job yeah i need to just like jump up and down and sing along to music and chug alcohol that is dark that is dark that is dark and you need help it's really the jumping for me like my neighbors the neighbors that i have do that shit too and i text them i passive aggressive text them because i got in a whole debacle like in the fall with them and I literally like, can you guys keep it quiet? Thanks. And they go, no worries. Absolutely nothing about the volume changes. And I texted them that one time and I go, yeah, so thanks, but you guys didn't change a, th- a fucking thing. People for me, it's so selfish. Um, also, if you like, you can go full Karen, which I have never done and call 311 or 311. And you can like leave an anonymous report, but then the cops like break into your building and it just is a big issue. And like, I don't want to fucking do that. And I texted them. I was like, bro, I don't want, why are you yelling? Um, 
I'm going to bring my fuck. I'm just going to expose them on the podcast. Maybe that'll get them to shut the fuck up. I've already embarrassed them on my TikTok before, but yeah. So that's my first loud noise. Um, the next one I have is microwaves. I hate when the microwave is beeping, like when it doesn't shut off or like when I'm doing something and I'm like, okay, microwave went off. And then I go back to chopping an onion and then the microwave goes off again. It is my fault. It is my fault. I'm admitting that I didn't turn it off, but when I hear it the second time, that shit pisses me the fuck off. I don't know why. I also think there was some stuff like growing up when I feel like my mom would cook and like put something in the microwave and then like move to a different part of the kitchen like I was just doing. And then it would keep beeping. And you know, when you're in the zone and you hear music or you listen to a podcast, you don't really care. But when you're like a secondary figure and you hear a microwave beeping, oof, not a good one. Next one. Did you ever play play the game with the microwave where it's like you press stop before it gets to zero? Oh, I didn't use that all. Yeah, I thought you were going to talk about cooking, Mama. <laughs> I'm like, what? I didn't nah. know that was a game on cooking, Mama. But next one is going to be cars honking. Why? Why? Like, we're all going. You know, if someone is being stupid and, like, you know, let's say they were at a red light and it turned green, they waited two seconds. Okay. If they if they miss the whole stoplight and they clog up traffic, I get it. I get it. We should have a conversation, right? We should have a conversation with them. The honking, though. It is so, it kills the vibe. It kills any semblance of a fucking meditation vibe I have to hear cars honking. Next one, doors creaking. Fucking neighbors, they just let it creak open and shut, open and shut, and their little fucking party bros come over. They all let it creak open and shut. Slam the fucking door. Slam the door. Break the door. I don't care. I would rather have that than you being a fucking passive-aggressive whore with how you open the door. Next, power tools the fuck are you drilling for uh, constantly there was a there was more shit above my apartment whoever lives above me it was you know saturday at 11 they must have been like constructing a fucking grand orchestra piano i am like what are we building up there and why did you choose saturday night to build this type of shit so inconvenient i hate the noise of a fucking power drill it drives me fucking insane hammer it do a normal i know that you need a power drill for some shit but just leave it at the door fucking hate it next men talking pretty fucking obvious i don't need to explain much when i am walking and i hear dudes behind me that are just talking it is just it drives me insane okay to go along with that groups of women yelling for no reason women like during brunch hours there's always just a gang a gang of girlies they could be a gang of girlies that are 50 years old it could be a gang of girlies who are like 23 but they all have like weirdly high-pitched voices they're all wearing their skinny jeans and like weird heeled booties and they're just yelling nonsense and I'm like y'all y'all are not from here I know you're not from here because New Yorkers do not fucking do that you're probably like from New Jersey or like took the train from like Pennsylvania I'm a misogynist era (laughs) I just for some yes dudes making noise will forever be like the worst but girlies are also just as bad sometimes i agree i think i think girlies can be annoying i don't know why upon meeting someone else you want to scream in their face i see that happen you know when you see two people meet in front of a restaurant or some shit why are we yelling no what why do we talk um next one vacuums fuck i hate vacuums so much the sound of a vacuum might be a, it's i think it's like this okay let's not a sound but an experience driving in the car. So after not driving in the car for a long time, I get car sickness every time I go home to Minnesota. And I don't know if it's in my head that I'm like, oh, I'm in New Yorker now. Every time I go in a car, I get a car sick or if I actually hate it now. But I have noticed that whenever I'm in the driver's seat, I do not get car sickness. But when I'm in the passenger or in the back of my mom's fucking minivan situation, I get car sickness. And I equate this to the experience of vacuums. When you are vacuuming, I think it's enjoyable. I think it's fine. When I hear a vacuum and I am not in control of said vacuum, I absolutely want to explode into a volcano. I I hate it. It's such a different experience for me. And I don't know if anyone else relates to that. I also think that from TikTok, I could diagnose myself with some sort of like sensitivity disorder. Like, I think I have something where I'm like noise sensitive um, from this section alone. Because yeah, I I don't know why noises just are not, not it for me. Also, the sound of my own voice is like a trigger. I hate that too, which is kind of hard. Yeah, that's the that's the list. I feel like sounds, I just have learned to tune them out. But I'm also just, I actually, what I've been doing <laughs> to like comfort me, I wear my AirPods in my apartment and I don't even play stuff. But just like AirPods or headphones, whatever. If you wear the wired ones, whatever. Um, 
the new security blanket. You know, like you, you, when you were yeah. younger, you'd always have like a blanket to keep you safe. That's me with my headphones. I feel very safe. I feel zen. It calms me. It lowers my cortisol levels. And I just have realized that like I need either some sort of noise or I need like just like the feeling of like me having noise being played, you know? The opportunity and, that something will play. Um, I feel that. That makes sense. Um, well, that was our list. You know, what's going to happen in this fucking crazy week? Who knows? You guys can watch the movie. You can um, let us know, like comment, subscribe. Um, you'll get more memes. Uh, it's Valentine's day has happened. I hope you did something dude. Remember when blank brought me blank last year? Like I got flowers last year, Valentine's day. That was hilarious. Do you remember when blank did blank? Um, I'm just very happy that my mom is sending me a Valentine's day gift box because I think I would have been sad um about valentine's day this year for certain reasons um but it's okay i know i think i'm fleeing new york finally and going to los angeles on tuesday to just be oblivious and so that's going to be my little self-care trait there Um, yeah i'm going to florida in a few weeks let's get that god bless america i can't wait to get a tan (laughs) i can't wait to get a tan i can't wait to get covid in florida (laughs) can't wait to eat some ribs yeah dude meat era um yeah no I think I'm gonna learn I don't know what I'm gonna do in Los Angeles I also will like not be socializing I feel like I'm gonna get some dms because I'm just gonna randomly be there and people are gonna be like oh my god like do you want a restaurant rec no I don't (laughs) I don't I want to figure it out myself I'm like I'm I don't have anything planned it is Sunday night and I am planning to leave on Tuesday morning I don't even have a suitcase right now I need to go buy one you have an airbnb no yeah. I don't have a car. I don't have an Airbnb. Girly, I got nothing. I got a, I got a bodysuit that I want to wear. That's about it. A bodysuit and some SPF and a dream to be chill one day. That's what I got. <laughs> but thank you, CMS girlies. I think that's all we got. That's all I got. My, my brain is empty. I know this is a good, it's like our weekly dump, like a photo dump, but just our brain dump every week. Yeah. Because I mean, I only be socializing with myself and my thoughts 99% of the time. So it's good to express those thoughts IRL. Yeah. Hopefully. Let us know if any of this was relatable. I'm also nervous to post this. I feel like people are going to listen and be like, bro, what the fuck are those CMOS girlies on? Maybe it'll be relatable, but like, maybe people are going to be like, why is Kate so pressed about vacuums? Like, girl, why is I'm so pressed about onions? Like, what the fuck? I don't know. I hope it's relatable. But we live, laugh, and we love, and we love you, CMOS girlies. Thanks for listening. Bye. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.